cool. All right, welcome everybody. We are recording now for Supreme Being the podcast. As you have noticed in the last episode or two, I have gotten a mic, so I look official, and the audio quality has improved. Same thing with YouTube. So hopefully everybody appreciates that because it's been a pain in the fucking ass for me to figure this shit out and all these fucking gadgets, gadgets and how to do it. And I've made so many mistakes and it's pissed me off, but I did it. Okay. Anyways, as we always begin with three announcements. Number one, if you have any real estate needs worldwide, Team BC can help you. Go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two, modern success. I had my, my gang... Uh, Check in here on Instagram, which is dope. They were blowing up the feed. Uh, go to briancasala.com or if you're on Instagram watching this, go to my bio and it's my personal coaching and mentorship program for the planet. Make sure you sign up. And lastly, eXp Realty. I'm still a real estate agent running a team. If you want to join eXp Realty, go to join.exprealty.com. Get your application in or if you want more information, you can contact me directly. Okay, let's begin. So, as I continue to study and as I continue to observe people, uh, people in my program, people in general, other YouTubers, other people in life, I, I still see a very big disconnect that is so basic and fundamental. And I'm going to discuss it today and give you some insights on how I view this, what practices I use and how I've achieved this in my life, because this is like turning a switch on. Okay. We go into a room. If it's dark, you flip the switch. We don't understand as humans, most of us, how that light turns on and stays on. However, once it's on, it's on, period. So unless there's a break in the circuit or the bulb you know, explodes or whatever it is, that light is going to remain on, okay? It's a great way to describe it because when I look at individuals on this planet, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if they're a nine-to-fiver. I don't care if you're a salesperson. I don't care if you're younger, older, in between where you're from, everybody, I don't want to say everybody, I would say the majority, right? The majority, I can say suffer from a condition or struggle to a certain extent because these things that they want to achieve, right? Somebody wants to acquire more confidence. Somebody wants to acquire more respect. Somebody wants to acquire more motivation. Somebody wants to acquire more um, determination, discipline, commitment, all of these fancy words that we see used in advertisements that get many of us to buy something or, or be motivated or inspired, right? Inspired would be a better word because it, in, you're in spirit, right? Inspiration, in spirit, inspiration. So as you're listening to these words and experiencing these things, now you're suddenly activated, right? Or you hear that word or you're like, man, I want that, right? Some speaker um, you know, uh, speaking and you're listening to him and, and you're moved by his words. And you're like, man, I want that charisma. I want whatever that X factor is. So the immediate mistake that so many people are making is this, is they immediately create this degree of separation between themselves and that thing. And it's like the Grand Canyon. Oh, well, right now I'm nothing. And, you know, charisma, which is what I'm after is over there. And how am I going to do it? And now Immediately in their mind, they're framing this incorrectly. They're now looking at something as if they have to chase it. And that, that current thing, whatever it is, is not already present inside of them. And this is a news flash to everybody. Okay. And, and this is a very simple thing that I'm going to explain to you. And it's present. And if you can understand this, this changes the game for you, especially from an emotional standpoint. The moment you recognize something in somebody else, any of those things that I just described, 
anything. It inspires you, it moves you, and you recognize it. You are the counterpoint to that. Meaning that thing, whatever it is, somewhere deep down inside is in you, yet it's lying dormant and hasn't been fully activated yet. By virtue of you recognizing it, it's already present. It may not be on their level. It may be dormant. You may not be consciously aware of it yet. However, it's there. Okay? I want that to sink in for a second. It's there. So what I just described to you versus the first example that I gave to you will lead you down two completely different paths. The first one I gave you will lead most people to inaction, finding that gap too big. Oh my God, they're too much of a blah, 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 blah. And they do nothing. They sit back on the couch. <clears throat> Here comes Netflix. The second one <clears throat> allows you now to consciously become aware of the fact that that thing is already in you. And now all it's going to require is for you to fan that flame. And it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. So that's your big takeaway thus far in the beginning is whatever I'm going after and I recognize and I admire and somebody else is already in me just has to be activated and amplified. Okay. Double A activated and amplified. Now, some people may argue with me and say, oh, that's not true. So let's say we're going to argue and neither myself or that person has any basis or scientific evidence or proof to say that either one of our theories is right. Well, this is my perspective. I can believe him or I can believe me. You know what? I as an individual have every right to believe what I want. Of course, I'm going to choose with that said, with that freedom, I'm going to pick something that leads me closer to where I want to go. Why would I adopt a belief, system, philosophy, or some datum, especially if we're talking about something without proof, why would I accept, accept something that's detrimental to my growth or leads me away from where I want to go? If I have that freedom and both are in that position, why would I not choose the one that strengthens me and moves me forward? Now, most people won't even make a choice. They'll just fucking sit there and analyze it for their whole fucking life. Well, you know, I think this one's better. Well, you know, the other one makes a good argument and then they fucking sit there and, and, and complain and, and argue and debate it and go nowhere. That's most people right there. Some people will choose the other one because somebody else told them it's, it's just the right thing to do. Well, you know, you have to do this and that's wrong. Okay, I believe it. Very few of us will say, you know what? I can pick either one. I'm going to pick this one because this one moves me forward. What if, sidestepping on this example, what if we looked at nerves before a basketball game, right? I remember I used to always feel nervous before every basketball game. And I remember finally one of my coaches told me, you know what? That's your anticipation and excitement for what's about to go down. He told me that my sophomore year in high school. From that moment forward, that simple reframe, Changed everything because now instead of trying to battle this nervousness, I channeled that shit into excitement and I'd rock the fucking show every game. The feeling was always there. I just changed my viewpoint on it. That's it. So even if we're going to argue what I just said, all you have to do is literally adopt what I said or the counter argument, try it out in your life and see which one serves you better. And the one that serves you better is the one you have to go with. Otherwise you're a fool because then you're accepting something that again, takes you backwards instead of forwards. Why would anybody do that? 
anybody with a sound, rational mind would not go backwards. They don't want to go forwards. So that thing, you're the counterpoint. It's there. The second step, by virtue of it already being there, the second step is people believe it's something that is outside of them. Okay? And what I mean by that when I'm saying that is simply this, okay? The beingness, being like supreme being, this, this, this podcast, the beingness of that means it's already a part of you and you operate from that. You don't have to reach for it, right? What do people do with excitement, enthusiasm, motivation, and those kind of things? They feel like they have to watch a video or reach out, grab it, plug into it, then they have it. What if I told you that shit's already in you? So instead of reaching out, you go in. And it's like flipping the switch, like I said in the beginning. If you do that, now you have a completely different level of operation than everybody else. Energy. Let's talk energy. What does the average person do? Oh, I need a cup of coffee. I don't have any fucking energy. The body creates energy. Why is it you can be feeling sluggish as fuck, then all of a sudden, you see somebody you know and you love in danger, and oh, the adrenaline kicks in, and you're fucking running over there, and you can flip over a car to save their life if you have to. What happened in that moment? Yeah, adrenaline was, was introduced, of course. But what did your body just do? It fucking created energy. So the potential's there. But why do we have to wait for some extreme fucking situation to actually do something or utilize these mechanisms that are already inside of us as human beings? What's stopping anybody from learning to adopt this way of beingness? Because that's literally what it is. So when I get the questions, you've heard me say the answers. Oh, how do you stay motivated? How do you wake up on time and all that? I'm like, dude, that's what I do. This isn't some, oh, well, oh, it's so hard. I don't even, I don't understand that thinking anymore because it's already a fucking part of me. This isn't some separate thing. Now, the first mistake people say is when I say that, they say, well, I can't do that. Or how do you do that? So there's already, again, the doubt that you can't do it. This way to burn away any sort of doubt, um, we can say speculation or some sort of uncertainty you have about a subject, get around people that exhibit freedom from that thing that you're, that you're having an issue with. So let's say you have an issue with that. Watch me more and you'll see how I move. Then you can witness somebody who does not suffer or have the challenge that you're talking about take very close note of them. Now, obviously, the most powerful way to do this is in person, right? We had people come and hang out with me a little bit from Modern Success, shout out to them, uh, right after the event. I hung out with a couple of them and they got to see that and they said the impact it had on them even though it was very limited time. Whether it was just mannerisms, the energy, certain conversations that were had because then you can legitimately see the manifestation of the result that you want, real life, real time, in front of you. Now you can conceptualize that idea and say, oh, that's what it's like. Now your brain's like, oh, it's possible. So when we usher ourselves now into this era of social media, there's somebody out there who does not have the issues that you have. This is why. 99% of the time, when I get asked, how do I deal with this? Or, man, you speak well. How can I do that? You do this. How can I? I say, dude, get on fucking modern success because then you're going to be around me more 
and it's going to rub off on you. You're going to see it. And by virtue of just that, you're going to improve. Or if there's another guy that you follow that you like, get on his shit or her shit. If it helps you, get closer to that. There's a reason you're drawn to it. Me, that person, whatever it is. But invest yourself, not just with your money, but with your mind and your intentions and your energy and your focus. This is what starts creating change. Why do you think the elders always, always teach the younger people? How do you think we pick up on so many things as kids before we can even speak to people? We're watching and we're doing what I just told you. We're experiencing and gathering that information with our sensory organs and everything like, oh, with all the senses. So we're babies and we see people walking. We're like, what the fuck? And then what do we do? We start trying to walk and we fall and then we eventually figure it out. Then what do we see our dad reaching up in the cabinet and grabbing something, which we spotted is the food that we eat. So what do we do? We try to climb up on the counter and open that door and grab the food. So we thought, I, have access, I don't have access to food. We saw the parent grab the food. Now we know it's possible. We go and we do it. The exact same mechanism that I just described to you a couple minutes ago, right there, already happening as a baby. So this isn't rocket science, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very simple process. <clears throat> I made a post earlier where I said, stop chasing, start being. It's directly in line with this. You're not doing anything out of the ordinary. You're simply harnessing features that we already are hardwired to utilize, but have become dormant, underutilized, and unused. And we believe that we have to be these these mental slaves to these mechanisms and that, oh, well, we're just human. We can't do this and that. Man, we're extremely intelligent as human beings. We can evolve. We can adapt. We're the top of the motherfucking food chain for sure. We go out in the wild, any fucking animal, even a fucking squirrel could probably fuck us up. But with our intellect, our mastery of language and our ability to adapt and our intelligence, we now can go to the moon, we now have rockets. We've created fucking rocket launchers, nuclear bombs that can wipe out the whole fucking planet. Yet you want to tell me you can't wake up on time or you lack motivation? Listen to that level of conversation and then listen to somebody talk like uh, Elon Musk and tell me if, if suddenly not having motivation is an issue. When this man is talking about, you know, starting life on Mars and building that whole under, underground system and network underneath Los Angeles for us to transport and have less traffic. It's crazy. But that, that tells you where the mind can go and what we're capable of. So if all that's possible, I can't adopt and learn to be more charismatic like that speaker or adopt some basic skills in my sales job so I can make more money and have more success and close more sales. You see, suddenly it becomes so much simpler. But again, one of the beginning points, recognizing that counterpoint, saying that's already here, that, that raw material is already inside. It just has to be put together. It's like the recipe to a cake. You put it together, you whip it together, boom, you put it in the oven, done. You got the cake. So now, if I recognize it's in me, this is the next step. What has that person done? What have they gone through? What do they know? Who do they know? Because that's going to be the ticket and the key for me to unlock that ability. Because obviously, I have to walk the walk. I can't just listen and study. I have to walk the walk. So for those of you, oh, you know, I want to be better at speaking and communicating. If that person I'm learning from that I'm inspired by said for two years straight, I talked to 10 strangers every day. Well, guess what? 
it would behoove you to do that. I would probably even bump it up more and say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to talk to 15 a day. Now you're piecing together this simple puzzle to reproduce and recreate that thing that you're after. It now becomes a formula. It's literally that simple. Yeah, we now want to, you know, try to rationalize it in our mind. Well, you know, it can't be that easy. And, you know, times have changed. That happened in 2015. It's 2019 now. And then we fuck ourselves up. It's crazy. This is why I'm always preaching to people. The moment you know what has to be done, you do it immediately. Because the more you sit there and trying to analyze it and reanalyze it and this and that, it turns into something else completely. And while that one person who doesn't have maybe as many natural abilities as you and raw talent is doing, 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 and you're still analyzing, 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 they're going to pass you. I've considered myself that person. Wasn't the most talented. Let, let, let's look at what I'm coming into here of this podcast, right? The, the, the social media stuff, <clears throat> sales, real estate, business. No connections. Didn't own a suit. Had to borrow a suit from my dad when I started because didn't have a suit. No sales experience. <clears throat> Obviously, being an athlete my whole life, I had little campus jobs and stuff like that. Nothing real serious. So no career. If you talk to people back then, they would have said, not the most charismatic person, not, not a people's person, um, not, not wouldn't do good in sales. Guarantee you, most people would tell you that about me uh, that knew me back then before getting into you know, real estate and sales. Yet, how was it that I got here? I found people, right, that I admired. You know, shout out to a lot of them. Anthony Robbins, right, Arash, um, shit. Jim Rohn, Tom Hopkins, Brian Tracy, a bunch of other people, you know, mystery from the mystery method, right? All his crew. I looked at people and said, okay, they have a particular set of skills or, or, or things or that one thing about them that I like. But obviously that counterpoint is in me. So even though at what they do, they're the best, I can get there. I just have to learn from these guys, get close to them. This is where the reading came in, getting close to them, paying for one-on-ones, going to seminars, investing in myself and boom. Now this began, right? The real estate first one for me was Mike Ferry, studying all his shit, doing exactly what he said. I walked their fucking paths. That's it. That's literally what I did. I just duplicated what they already had done. But I went all in. I didn't sit there and fucking think about it for three years. That's why sometimes I laugh when I see these posts of, you know, 2016, I got my ass kicked. 2017, I regrouped. 2018, I created a plan. In 2019, I'm going to make it. It's like, dude, why the fuck did that take three or four years? That should all have taken one year. It took you a year to plan, really? Give me a fucking break. And that's all I did for years. Now, the level of application and obsession with getting to where it is that I want to go is what allowed me to take massive action and in a couple of years go from this New kid who nobody fucking knew, who nobody liked because he dressed different and talked shit and expressed himself the way he wanted to. So a couple years later, having a lot of following on social media, suddenly people come to me for help and they want me to teach them stuff. And here you go. If you haven't heard this already, my products and modern success and all that was made by request. 
I didn't have an intention originally to do all this or a podcast. You know how many people asked me to do a podcast before I started? Hundreds. You know how many people asked me to create products before I created my first product, which was door knocking product? Hundreds. You know how many people asked me to have a coaching program or something like that, even if it's a group coaching? Hundreds before I ever did it. And I started doing it. It wasn't, well, you know, uh, I'd like to, but, you know, uh, I just fucking did it. If you buy my products, they're not wrapped up fancy, no fancy editing. They're fucking potent, the information. But it, it doesn't have crazy packaging, right? It's, it's video format. Very simple. Because that's what I could do. But I did it. And I looked at other people who were doing it, and I just emulated what they did. I didn't let myself get in my own way, which is 99% of the issue with most people. You get in your own fucking way, dude. You want to be a great speaker? You get in your own way. You make up every fucking excuse, right? Or, or we believe, and this is an excuse, that it's some sort of crazy way. I say, go to Toastmasters, do public speaking, get out there and talk to people. And what do I get? Oh, well, it's not that easy. Yes, it fucking is. You just do it. That tells me you don't want to get better bad enough. You just want to have that little justification and be like, well, uh, you know, I, I tried, but uh, I couldn't do it. And I'll tell people that you don't want it bad enough. Right? If you guys have never heard, I remember uh, in an interview, Matt Damon said, when people would ask him, oh, you know, I want to be an actor. Do you have any tips? He purposely, he said this, he would tell them not to be actors. It's too tough. Because he said, if I say that to them, and they stop, they didn't want it bad enough. They should even hear me say that and still fucking go after it. And I clap when I heard that. I'm like, he's fucking right. He's right. Because you have to want it so bad that even if him or anybody around you says you can't do it, you still fucking do it. Oh, oh he's a dick. He shouldn't say that. Shut up. Shut up. Really? If somebody can just simply say something like that to you and you stop, man, you didn't believe in yourself at all. You really didn't want that shit and you're not willing to go through whatever it takes to get there. That's for damn sure. If somebody just said a couple words to you and you stopped, really? So when you come to me or anybody else and you're like, man, I want to do this. I'll do whatever it takes. You know how many messages like that I get, by the way? I'll do whatever it takes. Okay, dude, get on my program. Start with that. None of them ever get on it. Okay, you know what? Start, watch my videos. They don't watch them. Okay, you said you want it, but you don't. What's missing here? <clears throat> so, in summation, you see something, go after it. You already have it in you. It's dormant. You need to reactivate it. Two, get out of your own way and just start taking action. And lastly, do whatever it takes to acquire those traits that you're looking for from those people, regardless of what it takes or how long it takes. Commit first, then figure the shit out, okay? And for those of you who follow me on YouTube, I'm giving a story tomorrow on how I took my first uh, listing in real estate. And you'll see the mistakes that I made, all the stuff that I went through, and how many things I did wrong by the book quote, and I still got that deal. So whether you're in real estate or not, I highly recommend you go to my YouTube channel tomorrow at noon Pacific and watch that video so you can hear that story.
and how I still got it done, didn't make excuses, didn't overanalyze, I just got shit done. It will serve its purpose in showing you what's possible, okay? So with that said, I'll end the uh, lecture portion here and I'll open it up to Q&A. You have to be an agent to join EXP. Uh, if you're in the licensing process, you can get your application in, but yes, you will have to be an agent to, or a broker to join EXP, of course. Where do they host these Toastmasters? Uh, yeah, it's nationwide, man. Just uh, go, on the, go on Google and look it up and you can find your local chapters. Pretty simple. Toastmasters, for those of you who are not aware, it is a basically a meetup group where you work on your public speaking, and it's phenomenal, and I recommend everybody do it. Would you suggest someone to do door knocking even though they never did or seen a listing presentation before? You see, that's the question I'm talking about, right? That's overanalyzing. It doesn't matter whether you've never looked at a script or a listing presentation. Just go. Just go. How do you walk away from someone that just met that goes on and on about everything without being rude uh just tell them hey you know what uh, i'd love to keep talking however i have an appointment i gotta go say something right easiest way to do it is say i have a meeting or an appointment that i got to get to right that's the best way to do it smoothly does knowing you already have that skill have something to do with your subconscious mindset no it's, just, it's present in you. You wouldn't be able to recognize that thing in somebody else unless you already had that potential inside of you, period. It has nothing to do with mindset. If we're knocking for starting agents, I would recommend you do at least 100 doors, right? To a lot of people, that seems hardcore, but um, you'll learn very quickly and you'll get some business from it within the first 60 to 90 days for sure. 53, BT, as a team. Uh, I'm 21. Any things I should avoid? Uh, thinking that your age is going to be a limiting factor for you. Avoid that for sure. I would recommend though that you tighten up your language. Avoid is not a good word. We want to go towards things we want, not avoid things. What else, guys? Questions, questions, questions. If you're interested in modern success, you can go to my website, briancasella.com. I also have a link here in the Instagram bio. Um, if you are interested in eXp, remember, join.exprealty.com. Anything real estate, Team BC Sold on Instagram, Team BC Sold at Gmail. Um, TeamBCSold.com if you want to check us out. If you get any business from so social media, what do you think, dude? A ton. I've been telling agents for years, if you do social media, you're going to get referrals and we get and send out a ton of referrals. So the longer you wait, 
the more piece of the pie everybody else is going to get. What does it take to go from 60 sales a year to 100 sales a year? Buckling down your systems, right? Getting those super fine-tuned, which is kind of what we're doing. We're in that process. Um, upping your database and referral game, right? Agent-to-agent -agent referral as well. And leveraging listings that you get and turning them into multiple transactions at a higher level. I would say those are the biggest things. Um, most people on the team, uh, BT, do, I would say, anywhere from 150 to about 250 contacts a week, and they're all mixed up. Sphere of Influence, Doorknock, Calling, Expired, Fizbos, it's a pretty healthy mix of everything. Part-time realtor advice, uh, make a plan to eventually transition to full-time. I have a good YouTube video on that. Mobile home's a good investment. Um, it can be, if you get the right one. Necklace, I have two necklaces, I have Horus and I have Raw. What advice do you have for a, okay, yeah, you already asked that. Can you give insights on your Objective 2 course? I don't know what that is. I'm assuming you mean Objection Handling Mastery 2, iFlip. Uh, anybody who asks me about my products, I'm going to give you the answer of getting on Modern Success. I made all those products before I made Modern Success. I recommend you get on Modern Success because one of the bonuses is every three months, you get a free product. When you sign up, you have an option to buy a product at 50% off. So join Modern Success, iFlip Homes. Guarantee you it'll change your life for sure. <clears throat> you ever do commercial i've done some commercial tommy i just don't dedicate 100 percent of my time to it did you party in your 20s um uh, a little bit yeah but what do you mean by party you mean just go out and get drunk every fucking weekend and waste my life not really no because most the first half of my 20s was dedicated to basketball so I didn't drink much. Um, yeah, I'd go out, but I wouldn't get shit-faced and I wouldn't stay out too late. Um, so should I quit my job before being licensed? If you want to go full-time 100% and you're committed, I mean committed, then yes. If you're still on the fence, no. It's a next level of commitment to do that. Because you have to be willing to roll with the punches. You have to be willing to go through hell and come back and go to hell and come back again. Right? If you're not ready for that, I wouldn't recommend you quit your job. What if I got something for free for being on MS that I purchased already? You get to choose what you want, Brendan, so you're not going to get the same thing. You recommend rookie agents start rentals? Uh, I would always recommend you go after listings and uh, buyers. Why waste your time with rentals? 
you can do them if you want. I wouldn't recommend it. Cool. Awesome. King, happy to hear that, dude. Let's do it. Hardest thing to achieve when selling real estate. Uh, for most people, it would be establishing a rhythm and a consistency in their sales. Yep. <clears throat> Rentals are a pain. I agree. I totally agree. All right, guys, one or two more questions, and then I will end it. Anything else? Anything else? Overcome buyers of bad credit, put them on a plan to improve their credit. No, I don't open up the MLS and look at the stuff while I'm calling Hampton. No, I don't. We get deeper into the conversation, maybe, right? But for every single one, no. I've set appointments with people that are expired without even knowing the address or anything else. So it's not even necessary. Door knocking, you come across renters? You do. Yeah. Full time at a saloon, two small children, makeup artist at night. I just started taking my real estate classes and I'm really struggling to study. Any suggestions? Yeah, you need an airtight schedule, my dear. Makeup by Allianne, if that's your name. I can't really see. You need a very strict, airtight schedule. How much is the MS program? Frank, go to the link in the bio and go check it out. It has all the information there. No question, just thank you. You're welcome, Quinn. Uh, do you ever read, read the book called The Secret? Yes, I've read that book. I'm pretty sure everybody on the fucking planet's read that book. But The Secret is not The Secret. How long do you usually put listing on the market for? Uh, we usually get a six-month agreement, but we always give people the option to cancel after 30 days if they're not happy. How can I be prepared to have educated conversation with about real estate with prospects? Uh, you're overthinking it, bro. You want to study the market as much as you can. However, we're looking for leads. We're not looking to just have conversations with people on and on and on and on about real estate. You're looking for people who are interested. The people who are interested in who are leads, then you can have a conversation. Part of that's going to come from experience. Part of it's going to come from studying the market. And Studying, you can do experience. You're going to have to roll with the punches to do it, right? So you have to be okay not knowing everything in the beginning, right? But remember, this is a question-based game, brother. This isn't us just talking. I have a YouTube video, Prov, to help you with. Uh, I'll think about it. It's a 12 or 13-minute video handling that objection. Miracle Morning, yes, I've read it. We uh, just start helping other agents in the industry. Requests, man. People started asking for me to help them. That's why I started doing it. No one answered. Yeah, that sucks. Hands on with door knocking and cold calling. Yes, it'll help you. You still get 3.5% if it's a 10 mil listing. If it's a 20 or $30 million listing, yes. We take listings at six. I'm in car sales now and have had good success with those skills transition to real estate. Yeah, sales is sales, Caleb, of course. Cool. Okay. Thank you everybody for being here. Appreciate you on Instagram and on Zoom. We will end it here. TeamBCSold.com. If you need anything real estate, you can find us on Instagram. You can email us at TeamBCSold at gmail.com. Second, modern success. You've been asking about it. Link is in my Instagram bio. You can go to also BrianCasella.com. 
That is my website and it's on the front page. I recommend you sign up ASAP. And lastly, eXp Realty. Go to join.exprealty.com if you're an agent and you want to join, get your application in. Otherwise, you can message me if you want some more information. Okay, with that said, we'll see you Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific, same time, same place. Peace.